Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. I'm Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And our associate producer, Oliver Green, back in the production nook. Hello. And uh, in this episode, we're going to kind of continue with our uh, holiday theme, our Christmas theme for, for this month. And we're going to talk about the five best things to do at Walt Disney World for Christmas. Uh, this is not going to be in any particular order because all these things are really pretty cool. So it would be kind of hard for us to uh, put them in any kind of better or worse scenario. Although we're going to do worse things to do at Walt Disney World for Christmas next week. So that's something you can look forward to. Uh, but these are uh, these are things that, again, as I said in the last uh, episode, veterans, people who are, you know, Walt Disney World experts are going to know this stuff. So if you're not if you're not sure what to do if you're coming to Disney uh, for the Christmas season this year and you're not sure what to do here are some suggestions. Um, first thing we start off with is my personal favorite thing. This is the thing I do every single year without fail. Something my mom and I do. It's a Christmas tradition for us, and that's the candlelight processional uh, dinner package. Not just the candlelight processional, but the dinner package. You want the dinner package. Unfortunately, if you want to make sure you have a seat, you need the dinner package. And you can do the dinner package for either lunch or dinner. And I think all the restaurants at uh, uh, at Epcot participate. And uh, the prices are going to range between $39 and $76 per person, depending on whether it's lunch or dinner and depending on the restaurant. So, um I think beer garden for lunch is like 36 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have options there, uh, less expensive options. If you don't want to spend, you know, a ridiculous amount of money, but it does guarantee you seating for the candlelight processional, which is they have a celebrity narrator come in. You can have Whoopi Goldberg, Neil Patrick Harris, Edward James, almost uh, Jody Benson from the little mermaid. Um, they have these celebrity narrators come in and read the story of Christmas from it's the biblical story of Christmas from uh, the book of Matthew, if I'm remembering correctly, and uh, it's they are joined by a large choir of some of them are Disney cast members, but a lot of area high schools send in their choir departments to uh, to join in, and it's a coveted role. It's people like really get intense about getting a chance to perform. For the candlelight processional, and they do a lot of traditional Christmas carols, and it is absolutely brilliant. And no, it's not Christmas for me yeah, I, without it. The last year was my first year doing it, uh, and I was fortunate enough seeing Neil Patrick Harris, and it was amazing. It was just a, a really it puts you in the Christmas spirit, and it's not like a do not miss if you're going to be here during the Christmas season for me. Um, so I totally agree with this. Um, I will say, like, I think the dining package is definitely worth it because it's a long line if you if you don't get it. So that dining package portion of this saying getting that is a huge portion of making this one of the better things. Right. Dining package people get first or let in first to the, the uh, American Gardens Theater where this is held. Mm-hmm. And then only when they're all seated do they open up the standby line. And there, there's a couple good things things to that in that the front is covered so if it happens to rain 
you have some protection from the rain. Also, the further back you are, there's a, a likelihood there's some trees that are planted actually throughout uh, in the back. They're thin little trees, but still, if you sit behind directly like a tree, it, it's not the best. Yeah, view. it's not. I mean, it's not a great view. So that, but and now, Oliver, you have you've done the. Candlelight. No, I've, I've not. No, I've not at all. But I've, I've known people that have took part in the candlelight. I've known cast members that have uh, sung in the choirs behind, and they've they've spoke so highly of it. And anyone that's actually ever attended it, um, they've yeah, always you don't it hear immensely. negative reviews about this. No, you it's don't. Been going on for years. There's a reason why um, it's always been there. I, you know, I've always felt that the dinner package thing was a little bit of a scam in terms of you really need to do the dinner package unless you want to spend a lot of time waiting. Yeah, because that, that's always the thing that's put me off in the past. I've never, I wasn't even aware that you could do a, din, a dinner package, or I, I, I was aware you could do a dinner package. I didn't realize it was so diverse. Like you can dine, uh, the, you know, there's cheaper options to uh, dine at if you wanted to do you the could, package. You know, as Garden well, Grill, so. um, you know, over at uh, yeah. the Land Pavilion. If it's open to that many restaurants, though, how, how much leftover standby seating do they actually have? Like, I think it just depends on the day and the time, because there's multiple but, shows. Uh, I think yeah. there are two shows a night. Yep, and I can tell you. So I stood in the line last year, and it's all you. You're waiting for hours, and yeah. what they do is, I don't know. There's a certain amount of people that show up after who got reservations, and then you don't. Not all people make it into the first show, and you just kind of have to cross your fingers. And if you don't, you have to continue to stay in line, and then wait until the next one, and then after that, there's no guarantee that if you're waiting at the very end of the line that you're going to make it in that you could spend hours waiting in line and not see the show Mm. not from a seat anyway you might watch it from the line but you may not so if you really want to make sure you see this dinner package is the way to go the other thing that is a not a do not miss number two on the list of do not miss um for the christmas season is another fairly expensive option but really well worth it and that's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And uh, this goes on every year, starts like, you know, in July and proceeds on through uh, the holidays. And uh, this year, it's expensive. It's always expensive. It's more expensive this year. Um, $86 per person, um, going up to $99, depending on when you go. The closer you get to Christmas, the more expensive it gets. If you're an annual pass holder, I believe it's a discount of $79 on select nights. Select nights, mostly in November, and the other one's December 1st. Yeah. and But all that being said, what we recommend to people is that you do one less day on your park hopper pass and do this. Because not only do you get you know the holiday fireworks, the tree lighting ceremony... You get to see the Christmas parade. It's the same parade, basically, that you see on television Christmas Day. And plus you have, uh, there's there's like cookies and hot chocolate are being given out throughout the park. It's really cool. And Short lines. The short lines for the rides. That is the big draw here. Uh, well, I mean, obviously the Christmas stuff is the big draw. But you have a much smaller crowd. And this year, you know, that they're discounting to annual pass holders tells me they're not expecting to fill the parks during the early part of the season. So uh, I think the line, the lines are usually like, 
you know, really good. Five, ten minutes. I mean, Mind Train, of course, is still, you know, obviously not the hour and a half that it is during normal hours, but you that's still a line that will see a half hour. But for Mind Train, that's still really good. And even on certain nights, I'm sure it goes down to, you know, even lower than that. But. So we recommend that people replace this with the Magic Kingdom Day they would have done on their park hopper. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it takes a little bit of the sting out of the price. And you get all these extra perks, too. Plus, it's just really cool being in the Magic Kingdom at night. And Yeah. I, it's my favorite party. A lot of people love the, um, the Halloween party, but I love the Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas party. Yeah. And, yeah, like like Pete said, just spend a day at the pool and go to Disney Springs and you know before the party and then head over there. And that's, that's a good day to spend. See, and I, I also consider, <clears throat> especially if you're going to be in the park on Christmas Day, if you can, it's a hard reservation to get. But even if you can, if you're going to do the Christmas party, I recommend Dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern as my other thing that you should do as part of the holiday season. Um, I, I really am going to I'm going to amend this and say do it as part of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party because they kind of there's I don't know. There's just something about that turkey and pot roast and cranberries and um, it's all just like a holiday meal and it kind of fits in. So ties I, it all together. I, I tend whenever possible, uh, if I think to book it far enough in advance, as I tend to do the Christmas party last minute, if I can get a reservation at Liberty tree tavern before the party starts or early, very early in the party, I don't want to miss anything. Um, I always do that. That's something that is one of my, my must do's along with the Christmas party itself. That's it, yeah. I, I, was fortunate enough I had it for Thanksgiving, which is obviously not the Christmas season, but you know, it is that holiday uh, meal that you really can, you know, set you in the mood for the, the party. Yeah. Now, something that doesn't cost any money that you can do uh, that's a, just a great thing to do at Disney World for the holidays if you're here after Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving and New Year's, going around to the deluxe resorts to check out the different displays that they have set up. They do a lot of really creative things. For example, we talked about last week the Grand Floridian doing the gingerbread house. Uh, but they do things in all of the deluxe resorts. So you'll find different you know, displays made of chocolate and different types of decorations at all of them, mm-hmm. at all the deluxe resorts. Now, that's not to say that the moderates and the values don't decorate for Christmas. They do. It's just... It's typical Christmas decorations. They're not doing big displays. Yeah. They're not doing... Those are really yeah. limited to the deluxe resorts. And I will tell you, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, the Boardwalk, the Beach Club are not to be missed. They're usually not to be missed. Yacht Club is uh, touch and go. Swan Dolphin does some really great stuff as well. That should be... You know, you can just like take a day and you know park at the Boardwalk and just go all around... Uh, Crescent Lake to all those resorts and check them out. Uh, you can do the same thing, you know, parking at the Poly or Transportation and Ticket Center and then taking the monorail and going around the loop. Heading over to Wilderness Lodge is a great, they do some really cool stuff at Wilderness Lodge as well. So, you know, what I like to do on the, you know, if I'm going to make a day out of doing resort tours, I tend, I'll go ahead and I'll book restaurants at different points. So I'll, I'll book something for mm-hmm. lunch, either breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner, and then just kind of make make it a day. And I'll take, you know, some friends or my family or whatever, 
and go around and do that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a really good free option. And I think, I know if you're the type of person that kind of wants to resort hop and see the other hotels, is a good you know addition to not only just getting to tour those hotels, but actually then getting the, the Christmassy feel to it. Yeah, I've got to just say, I've, all of the, um, you know, the, the resorts do a great job. The Grand Floridian does... I, it's over the top. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I grew up in a cold climate. I'm sure you're all aware. Um, and, you know, Christmas Christmas for me was always, uh, it was cold outside. That's the way it was. And Christmases in Florida, they're great. You know, I've, I've had one now here and it was, it was fun, but it's different. It's not the same. Mm. When I walk into the Grand Floridian, it captures that, like, that essence of Christmas I felt as a child almost. A, it's done, it does such, such a good job of that's that. That's a good point. I think, you know, in Florida, it's... When it's warm here and yeah. you see the palm trees outside, it doesn't really quite have that, that you know, that northeast where I grew up or where, you know, me and Pete grew up and I'm sure, uh, you know, in the UK, that, yeah. that cold Christmassy feel that, like, it's harder for me here. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But, I've gotten you, I've been here 19 years, I'm okay with it. Uh, um, well, <laughs> for me, it's still difficult. And I think, but going into these resorts. But no one cares about you. Uh, well, that might be true. But no, going oh, into these resorts. Poor Steve. Uh, I care, Steve. No. Uh, <laughs> going into these resorts and having that Christmassy feel is really nice. No, it is. It's very nice. It is. And it's a, just, it's a fun thing to do. It's a fun way to spend a day if you don't, if you have, have an extra day that you don't have a ticket for, or a theme park ticket for, if you just want to kind of kill a day. Um, it's a great way to do it and a great way to see the resorts too if you haven't seen them. So I always recommend if you're um, coming out of Magic Kingdom and it's not too late, hop on, especially if it's dark because there's something, it's even more special when it's, you know, it's dark outside. Um, hop on the resort monorail instead of hopping on the express monorail on your way back um, and just stop off at the Grand Floridian for, you know, 20, 30 minutes and just check it out because it's a nice, easy way of doing it. You don't have to go out of your way. Um, yeah, it's that's so that's my top tip for checking out the resorts um, at the the time of year, the festive time of year. Last but certainly not least, we probably should have done this as part of the Christmas party. Um, uh, the Jingle Cruise at uh, at uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, Jungle Cruise does a uh, holiday overlay where they put Christmas decorations and change up the storyline and add some new jokes, and so it kind of becomes a slightly different attraction. For the holidays, uh, started doing it a couple of years ago, became wildly popular. It's a fan favorite. It is definitely one of those things not to be missed. Yeah, I, th- I totally agree. And I also think the this the Jungle Cruise ride depends on how well and how into it your skipper is that day or if they're into their job at all. Yeah. And when they get a new life in doing something different in the jingle they get excited they get excited and that excitement goes to the guests and it's a whole better experience because when they're doing the jungle cruise for the rest of the year they're doing the same spiel over and over and over again and that's not to say that there's a lot of cast members that make do with that and they still do a really great job for the for the regular jungle cruise but there is something about the jingle cruise that gives them that extra life and excitement because it is different and i think that's true in general of the cast members working the christmas party Mm -hmm. um and you know i've noticed that with any of the specialty parties at the magic kingdom in particular that the cast members are just so into it and they're so excited about it. And I think that's why it's a change. It's something different. Yeah. I remember last, last Christmas party we had a good uh, cast member experience after good cast member experience. And halfway through the party, I think you turned to me and you said, 
this feels like Disneyland, like the cast member experience. Yeah. And so, and that that's a big compliment. If you don't know the guest experience at Disneyland is really, really good. It's amazing. It's what Disney world should be, what Disney world used to be and isn't anymore. Um, Disneyland still does it that way. It's still the, you know, that higher level of Disney service that we all come to expect, want, especially those of us that have been doing this for a while. So there are our five best things to do at Walt Disney World for the Christmas holidays this year. The Candlelight Processional Dinner Package, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Tour the Resorts, Check Out the Liberty Tree Tavern, and the Jingle Cruise at the Magic Kingdom. So that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Have a great week, everybody.